This is Living the RV Dream, episode 268 for Friday, December 30th, 2022. I'm riding, 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 riding in my RV, my RV, wherever I want to be, because I'm free in my RV. Hello, happy campers. Hello, fellow pelican heads and happy travelers around the world. Full-timers, part-timers, boondockers, van dwellers, weekend warriors, schoolie builders, tent campers. Uh, did I miss anyone? Rubber tramps. Uh, welcome. To, I mean, even if you camp on a, if you ride a bike and you camp or towing something in the bike, you, you, you know who you are. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here one more time. This is the last episode of the year. And uh, it's been quite a year, actually, for us. It was a very well-traveled year. We finally finished the Lewis and Clark uh, expedition adventure, which uh, which um, was a lot more, a lot lengthier. And, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it, they, went through a, they went to a lot of places, though, though, those two guys, uh, you know, Lewis and Clark, the 33 of them. Uh, including Sacagawea and uh, everybody else, and um, that, that that was fun. That was uh, very educational for me, as I hope it was for you uh, guys as well. Um, you know, learned a lot of the the history and uh, and learned a lot about that the Missouri River doesn't look at all like it used to uh, two hundred years ago. Which you know, this all, uh, all the dams and. Uh, and you know technology. You know it's uh, we we live in a highly technological industrial world, and uh, and in fact, except for for the part that we couldn't see, which is the 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 Missouri the Upper Missouri River breaks, uh, the rest of the river is it's pretty much uh, completely uh, changed. You know, especially the uh, also parts of the the Ohio. You know, when the, the Ohio is so industrial, it's uh, it was uh, it was a, a surprise. It was a surprise, and of course we have still six episodes of, at least six episodes of what happened in between and before and after uh, that uh, I'm not going to be able to publish, and it wouldn't make sense to publish some of them now like seven, eight months later, right? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to publish them like uh, in this, this coming spring and summer, like more or less in the same month that they were filmed, but instead of 22, it's going to be released in 2023. I think that that would make a little more sense. And um, and I'm very happy because I'm finishing right now the Miami video, which means by the time I depart uh, next week, uh, I will have uh, pretty much the whole month of January uh, edited, uploaded, you know, in the can, as they used to say. And uh, to to me, that's gonna be a relief. So so I so I can focus more on exploring and and uh, filming, and of course editing whatever I explore and film at the same time. And uh, it's gonna make a lot more sense uh, for me to do that. Now today, but by the way, but the, the, um, the next episode is gonna be recorded somewhere uh, uh, along the way, somewhere on the road. Which, uh, actually, I'm looking here at my calendar and uh, we're not going to have an episode next week. Next week, uh, on Thursday, which is Wednesday and Thursday, which are the days that I usually record, we're going to be at an Airbnb uh, somewhere in North Florida. Yeah, no, not in the RV. Uh, someone reached out and, and you're going to see it in a, in a video soon. Um, 
and uh, the, the owner reached out and he told me, hey, I invite you to spend a couple of nights here. And uh, I said, yes. So that's where we're going to be. But um, uh, the Airbnb, I'm probably not going to have the comfort of my studio and all that. So um, we're probably not going to do an episode next week. But the following week, and let me look at my calendar here again because I'm lost without it. Um, we, we're going to record a podcast somewhere in Texas. I'm going to say perhaps from Tiki West. If you don't know what Tiki West is, well, you'll find out when I record from there. But today I wanted to talk about the the video that I've been filming for the past two to three weeks. Actually, whenever I whenever the weather is good. We had like a whole week of crummy weather here in Florida, pretty much. And, uh, and pretty cold, actually. But, uh, you know, yesterday started looking better. And today it was cloudy in the morning. But eventually, you know, it's... Uh, uh, the, the sun came out around 11 a.m. And uh, what I did today was uh, the, the closing segment for our Miami video, which is going to be South Beach. Miami Beach, probably, you know, one of the, the probably the most I- iconic, famous uh, part of Miami, just because of all the movies that have been filmed there, you know, from Scarface in the 80s to The Birdcage to, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those uh, areas of Miami that it's in everybody's uh, mind, right? The, all the cute Art Deco hotels, you know, illuminated with neon signs and... Uh, which reminds me, maybe I should go back at night and film it at night. It's pro- it probably looks cool too. But I did that today. But you know, Miami is, is, is being my hometown. is a city. It's kind of difficult for me to to portray on a video. You know, I I've lived here most all, all of my adult life, really. So um, and it's changed so much over the years. You know, I'm, I'm at a point that I don't go out as much as I did 20 years ago when we used to go out. Pretty much. Every night. I think we took a break on Monday. But Tuesday night, we had a place where we like to go. Wednesday night, there was another happening place. Thursday, and this and that. You know, um, for a couple of years, that was unsustainable. But uh, this is what I did. The first day, I did the area where I used to work, which is uh, the, the southern portion of downtown Miami, south of the river, which is called Brickle. And... Um, I decided to, to start it there since this was an area that still, to, I mean, it has changed a lot in the past five years, but I'm still kind of familiar with it, with its history. I mean, I saw all those skyscrapers, a lot of them being built, you know, day, day after day, as part of my daily commute, I would pass next to them, oh, two or three more floors, there you go, four more floors, and before you knew it, they were done with the building. And um, that was the first day. And then we walked from that area to downtown Bayside Marketplace, which has been there for a long, long time. I used to play there uh, every Sunday for a while until it it, it got really old, especially in the summer. It was uh, extremely hot. And we did like that late afternoon set where the sun was in our eyes for, for a couple of hours, you know, before they sat, the, the sun's... I mean, there was no sunset, but the, the sun hid, hid by, behind the, the skyscrapers. And um, I knew that that, that uh, Bayside Marketplace, which is it's an entertainment complex. It's, like, it's a mall, has a lot of shops, but has a lot, nowadays has a lot of restaurants, and they keep building new stuff. Now they have this giant Ferris wheel, the Miami Skyview. They have a Margaritaville. I mean, it's, it's, it, they're, they're really improving uh, that area. And, uh, of course... Uh, they're pricing out of their most people in Miami because it's become extremely expensive. Everything is expensive these days in Miami. 
Then a couple of days later, I took my mom to Miami Beach. You know, mom, she, she has a, not, she's on a cruise right now. She's on a cruise in the Caribbean. But, uh, you know, she, she, she was complaining, you know, having seen the ocean in such a long time. And when I lived in Cuba, we, we could see the ocean from our, our window, and which is true fact, by the way. Not the ocean, but the Florida Straits. And we're like, you know what? 90 miles in the other direction is the United States. Someday we're going to get there. And we did, right? Eventually. But you know, she, I digress. She was saying that she was missing, you know, seeing the ocean and the sound of the ocean and the, and the breeze and all that. So I'd say, you know what? Today I'm not too busy. Let's just take the car and go to South Beach. I know the perfect place to see the ocean. So we went to the South Point Park Pier. And um, South Point Park is the southernmost point in uh, in... In the, on the island, the barrier island that is Miami Beach, South Beach. And they, they have this pier. It's it's like a fishing pier, but I don't think many people fish from there. It's just, a, a, you know, to walk around and, and, and see the scenery from, from there. You get you see on one side, you see the beach. On the other side, uh, you see to the south, uh, you know, Fisher Island. And then looking uh, um, west, uh, looking east, of course, is... If if we were high enough, we could see the islands of Bimini in the Bahamas. But on the west, you see the port of Miami, which is Dodge Island. That's another island. It, this entire Biscayne Bay is full of islands. And in the background, you see downtown Miami. It's, it's a cool place to visit if you ever visited Miami Beach. Go to South Point Park. I don't think it is on the, on the tourist uh, track. But um, I think it is neat. It's a, you know, it's a little out of the way there. In fact, we couldn't park the part of the, the as, is, as it is an issue in Miami Beach all the time. Uh, the parking is an issue, so we couldn't park at the parking lot. We had to park like three blocks away. So by the time we got there, my mom was exhausted. So, but still, she got to see the ocean. She was very happy, and. Uh, she had never been to that area, and I hadn't been to that, that area in a long time. In fact, this was my only my second time visiting South Point Park, I think, as memory serves. And um, that's all we did that day. You know, mom, mom gets tired uh, quickly, so we, we didn't do much. But then the next day, uh, I went out with uh, Mr. CLT Alex. I don't know if, he, if Mr. CLT, he's always, uh, usually, on the, on the chat, on the Friday chat, and uh, we got together, you know, because he, he he works near this area, and there is Wingwood. Wingwood was this neighborhood that used to be, you know, pretty bad. You know, a lot of crime, drugs, that kind of thing. Like back in the in the nineties, I want to say it was was probably at its worst, eighties and nineties. And uh, but you know, it's experienced a revival. And I tell the whole story. You know, I did I did my research. And uh, and how it got revived, and nowadays it is one of the the, the top tourist destinations in Miami. The Wynwood Walls, which is you know, it's all this um, the, the whole neighborhood. It's painted with let's call it tasteful graffiti, you know, art, street art, and some of some of it actually it is really good. It's very very talented artists that um, you know. I don't know if it is. Um, entirely my thing. I don't know if I want to see a neighborhood entire, you know, completely with all every single square inch of wall painted with art. You know, it's it's a little too much sometimes. I might be a little old fashioned that way, but um, I, I I still have to admit that it's a 
uh, a lot, most of it is it's actually really good. Some of it is a little strange, but you know, it's like it's modern. Let's call it modern. And um, of course, the, there's a bunch of good restaurants and bars and breweries, and it's it's uh, the area is happening. It's one of those areas where if you come to Miami, yeah, if you, I mean, us as me as a local, I don't know if I would go there very often, um, especially because again, it's not it. It's not far away, but it's not near. In Miami, with the traffic, everything can seem far. And um, traffic wasn't really a problem. But um, if if I would, were to go back, I'm taking an Uber. Uh, I'm taking an Uber, which is what we did that first day that we went to downtown because uh, it worked out perfect because we, we the, the Uber dropped us off at Brickle Key, where I used to work, but then we took the Uber back from Bayside. So it was like a triangle kind of thing. We walked uh, from point A to point B and then took, took the Uber back from point B. The, the other place that we visited a couple of days ago was Coral Gables, which is, I mean, if, if you follow, you know, my P.O. box is in Coral Gables. I live in Miami, but I live very close to the to the to the city, you know, the city boundary between Miami and Coral Gables. Coral Gables, they, they pay a lot more taxes and they have a lot a lot more rules and regulations. You know, it's like a huge HOA, the whole city of Coral Gables. But it's nice. It's a nice upscale. That's where I go jogging in the morning. You know, I I, I, I jog the, the one odd mile from, from my house to... Uh, to Coral Gables, and then I jogged the rest of the way in Coral Gables. It's, it's nice, quiet neighborhood, upscale, ritzy, and um, and of course there's a downtown area with a bunch of restaurants and bars. And we had a good time. We we did walk around the the area a little bit. They usually have a huge Christmas tree in front of the of City Hall, and they have a park next to it with like all kinds of Christmas decorations. I think since we went after Christmas Day. It wasn't all lit up. It wasn't uh, as as uh, active as um, as I remember it being in the past. But yeah, there, there are several streets there: Ponce de Leon Boulevard and Miracle Mile, which is not a mile; it's half a mile. But anyway, they have a, a bunch of upscale shops, a lot of bridal uh, uh, stores, and uh, and uh, very good restaurants actually. Uh, up and down Miracle Mile. I I I like I like walking around there from time to time, and um, and of course once a week I go to the post office right there in downtown Coral Gables. That's uh, that's where I am. We did go one night to Little Havana. That was uh, two Fridays ago. It was it's, it's it's this event that they have. It's called Cultural Fridays. I don't know if I told you about it in the previous episode, but it didn't feel like it did in the past. You know, in the past it felt more festive, like outdoors. This time they only had like had like uh, the park, the Domino Park. There, they had a band uh, playing uh, Puerto Rican Christmas music, which wasn't bad. A bunch of you know, big Christmas tree, a bunch of vendors, but it didn't feel like in the past. You know, like in the corners they were selling mojitos and this and that. It was. It wasn't as festive unless, you know, you had to, like, go into a nightclub and pay cover charge. You know, they have they have three or four nightclubs and restaurants where you can do that. But we weren't in the mood to, to, to you know, to invest two or three hours by going into a place and sitting at a table, you know, enjoying a, a band because a lot of those places, those places have live music. But... Uh, you know, we didn't feel like spending three hundred bucks and you know and uh, and spending the night at one particular place. We were more in the bar hopping mood, 
and uh, that wasn't that wasn't the scene there uh, for some reasons but we went to another place that we like a lot it's a wine shop and uh, well you'll see it in the video i don't want to reveal too much but those are the main areas and then of course today uh, i went to south beach um in the morning actually and i couldn't find park and it's it's changed you know the ocean drive used to be two-way street up and down like a normal street now it's half pedestrian half one-way street is half bicycle trail and uh yeah uh, but i was able to park three blocks away and i walked i walked the whole ocean drive up and down and then told you you know I, I did a lot of on camera talking about anecdotes and stuff that i know about the area because i've been going to ocean, i mean I haven't gone there like in years but uh, back in the 90s in my 20s uh, i used to go there almost every weekend right and uh, of course i i used to work down there i used to work down there in the mid mid to late 90s uh actually mid mid to mid 90s not late 90s and um yeah, I, the area has changed a bit, but the streets are the same, you know, it's, uh, and the, the Art Deco buildings, except for one or two, they're historic, they're, you know, they, they can modify the building inside, but the facades, they cannot touch, that's like, a, you know, a patrimony, or UNESCO heritage site, whatever, I, I don't know exactly in which category it is, but I know that the, 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 the facades, um, they cannot be touched, they have to stay exactly as they are so that's pretty much all we did in miami i know there are other areas that i missed coconut grove uh, it's a crime that i didn't go to coconut grove or like places like vizcaya which is this renaissance palace uh, you know waterfront and uh, you know there's the houses of the rich and famous there's uh, and then there's there's a couple of places dotting the coastline as you go south, you know, to towards the the, the southernmost point of Florida. You know, it's uh, there's a couple of those that um, at some point when I, when we get back from the west, I might do a, a of the beaten path Miami or something like that, and we'll include those. Um, and maybe we'll do Fort Lauderdale, which uh, it's a very nice uh, town too, very nice party town as well. And uh, that's pretty much all I have for you today. I wanted to tell you a little bit, a little bit about, about Miami and how I finished the, the Miami video. This area, South Beach, by the way, it's a place that I, I don't know about, you know, younger, uh, gen the younger generations. And they probably do, as we did 30 years ago, go party in Miami Beach. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, I don't know. But um, for me, I, we, we don't go out there uh, as much. They, you know, that's, that's for the tourists. That's, uh, that's like, uh, you know, I, I think every city has those areas, right? Like, uh, it's just uh, the touristy area and, uh, and the locals don't really go there. Like, uh, one of those, I believe, might be like Broadway in Nashville. Uh, I know our, our Uber driver told us that, uh, yeah, locals, they never go there. And uh, I'm sure every city has uh, areas like that. And, uh, yeah, of course, if you want to go more local, um, even in South Beach, you, you can walk two blocks inland, and then you are more into the area where, where the, the people who live in Miami Beach, where they go, I guess. Um, but the people who live in Miami, you know, taking that six-mile causeway to Miami Beach, um, it feels a lot farther than it really is. Let's just put it that way. Now, I have one voicemail and I have one new song. Good morning, Robert. Uh, Kevin here in Indiana. 
Uh, just sitting on my comfortable couch today watching some of your videos. We do appreciate those. Thanks, and you have a nice day and have a good Christmas. Thank you so much for your message. Uh, and uh, I don't know if I have any, any like snail mail. Well, I have a lot of snail mail uh, in the form of, of Christmas cards and a couple of letters that I showed at the last week at the live stream. And of course, I'm going to go to the PO box, see if there's more for this Friday's live, live stream. By the way, live stream, the last uh, live stream from the Flagami studio. So li live streams might be a little sketchy going forward, depending on how internet works uh, along the way. Also, this Saturday at 5 p.m. Saturday, that that's New Year's Eve at 5 p.m. Eastern, unless there's a problem with my voice or with myself. <laughs> We're going to have a concert. Uh, the last mini teeny lounge of the year. Um, well, for, for some folks, like in Australia, it may be the first mini teeny lounge of the year. But uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, and um, that will be a, what? A, a, 2200 UTC. I had to pause and ask the Google lady, and that's what she told me. Sometimes, you know, it's hard. It, if we didn't have daylight savings ever, it would be easier because it would be a constant. UTC doesn't change. UTC is universal time coordinator, coordinated or also called Greenish Mean Time, GMT, or, or Zulu. I think that they also call it Zulu. But anyway, it's, uh, it's the, the universal time, and then all the time zones are either plus or minus that, and we are usually minus five unless uh, we are in daylight savings in which we are then minus four and it's 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 hard to calculate anyway if, if you're listening on saturday it's gonna be tomorrow at 5 p.m eastern and uh one more thing i have a new song and uh while we were roaming the streets of uh, wingwood uh, mr clt alex suggested that uh, that i should write a new song for miami but not do it like like pure salsa, you know, kind of try to get inspired by, by, by the music of, of Miami Vice and this and that. And, um, you know, Jan Hammer. And uh, this is what happens. You start, uh, you, you, I can start a song thinking, thinking of a style, thinking of something, but usually that tune will take a mind of its own, if you will. You know, and it, it, it comes out however it comes out. So eventually the, the salsa kind of influence came and came to be a, a represented in the in the tune i i am satisfied the way it came the, the way it came out and it's gonna be on the it's gonna be in the miami uh, video of course prominently uh, featured but for you guys i want to play it now and that way we end uh, today's episode of the podcast with music i'm calling it uh, and this is a working title uh, I'm calling it Magic City. Until next week, or the following week. Thank you so much for listening. And see you on the road, because we are living the RV dream and loving the RV lifestyle, because I'm free in my RV.